The Dungeon, 1963. I've collected over the years an impressive file of tough workouts to review. You see, in 40 years, I've rarely missed one, and not one was easy. Training all out with meticulous form and mild sound effects always to find my style. My most vivid tough workouts are set against the backdrop of the Muscle Beach Gym in the early 1960s. This famous beloved relic, once located on the unspoiled shores of Santa Monica, was relocated by the encouragement of the city council to the underground basement of a collapsing retirement hotel four blocks inland. A very long, steep, and unsure staircase took me to a cavernous hole in the ground with crumbling plaster walls and a ceiling that bulged and leaked diluted beer from the old-timer's tavern above. Puddles of the stuff added charm to the dim atmosphere, where three strategically placed 40-watt light bulbs gave Art Deco shadows to the rusting barbells, dumbbells, and splintery handcrafted two-by-four benches and sagging milk crates. You have no idea how proud I am to have this theater and the real-life plays that unfolded day after day as part of my experience. It's pure gold. The magic didn't come from the pharmacist. It came from the soul, the era, the history in the making, the presence of uncompromised originality yet to be imitated. Those years I got to the gym between 5.30 and 6 a.m. while the city slept, curiously content in getting a head start. By the time I left, perhaps three or four other creatures had descended the lonely steps to reluctantly take up arms. I like the company I keep when I'm alone. I like the sounds of silence. I like the uncluttered space. With a crowd of one, there's no one to complain or groan, no self-consciousness, no dividing of attention, no one to impress. My workouts today bear a striking resemblance to that hardcore iron locomotion of years ago. Achievement and age instruct me to limit my workouts to five per week instead of six. Three days on, one off. Two days on, one off is quite satisfying. Hammered joints and insertions convincingly suggest I use lighter weights and discard a pocket full of somehow replaceable exercises. I'm doing fine. It was in the dungeon in 1963, 64, 65, and 66 when those tough workouts took place. What kept me going without missing a beat is another story. There was no glory except a rumor of respect and reputation among the underground bodybuilders and weightlifters. People in the real world sincerely frowned at us. A musclehead, misfit, a bewildered loser who's harming himself and isn't doing us any good either. Man has that concept taken a spin. My toughest workouts took place in the middle of those formidable years way back when. I had training partners from time to time, and one in particular, Dick Sweet, pushed, encouraged, and goaded me to those otherwise unapproachable limits. 
There existed on the far end of the caving rack a set of 150-pound dumbbells, awesome in length, with pipe handles and suicide welds on the ends. These unwieldy contraptions could further be enlarged by strapping five-pound plates on either end with strips of inner tube. You got it, giant rubber bands. Getting them together took two guys, some muscle, and engineering. Getting them overhead took temporary insanity. We won't talk about the 60-degree inclined bench of wood and ten-penny nails wedged against the wall. Never did get a good look at it in the dark.